I recently read a post on social media where someone in the Lutheran Church was talking about that word evangelical in our name. If you don't know, our denomination, the ELCA, stands for the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. Now, on their post, they were expressing some frustration about how that word is used and wanting to recover it a little bit. I wonder, when you hear that word, evangelical, what do you think? A group of people who believe or think a particular way? A political agenda or party? Do you think of yourself? Well, I can't help but notice that there seems to be a kind of agreed-upon meaning for that word when it comes to our culture especially in written or televised media. Popularity of a candidate among evangelicals is blank. Evangelicals tend to vote or think blank. This or that candidate really needs to win the evangelical vote. Well, the word evangelical has nothing to do with a group of people, a particular ideology, or anything else like that. And I must say that most of the time the word is used it makes me a little bit nauseous because it's used in such a limited way, but it has such a rich and powerful meaning to it. Evangelical or euangelion in the Greek simply means good news or good proclamation. It refers to both the news about God's forgiving love in Jesus Christ and to Jesus Christ himself, the embodiment of that good news. Now, I did a bit of background on this word in the Old and New Testaments, and it has a connection with royal announcements and proclamations, promises from the prophets of God's healing, and both judgment and promise in the life of Jesus. In Luke 4, we hear that Jesus goes into the synagogue in his hometown and opens up the scroll of Isaiah to read its good news, and then proceeds to say he is the fulfillment of this promise of God. Specifically, Jesus reads this part of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Now that two-word part there, good news, is in the Greek, evangelical or euangelion. But after Jesus reads this, he rolls up the scroll and says something amazing. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Kim Grasmick talked about this quite a bit in her Friday devotional, which I encourage you to listen to if you haven't already. But I want to stick on this word evangelical here because the promise of God, that God will become a king for the people in order to save them, was finally coming true in Jesus. And it was amazing to the people especially, I'm sure, to the poor, the captive, the blind, and the oppressed. It was an evangelical event, one of promise from God that brings freedom. But good news, evangelical news, is not just easy news. It is not just let's all get along news. Jesus' good news confronted religious and political leaders of his day who were corrupt and powerful. In many ways, his presence and promises were as harsh to oppressors as they were freeing to the oppressed. To me, this is what separates good news, euangelion, evangelical news, from good intentions or just friendly words. They have a bite to them. 
They have actual real-world actions and results. I mean, how can the oppressed go free if the oppressor is not challenged? Yet even still, Jesus' final words to his oppressors get at what might be the hardest part of this whole good news thing. From the cross, he prays on their behalf for God's mercy. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. Even when confronting unjust power, the end goal of God's good news is not just revenge, but an opportunity to be changed. What power and mercy there is in this beautiful word, evangelical, and how wonderful and challenging it is to have as a part of our name.